I don't want to end up like you spraying toothpaste on my chest trying to hawk my invention. Ah! You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Spooky Squad. Spooky Squad. That was great. I know. So in sync. Guys, welcome to Tis the Terror December. Ooh, that's good. Did you think about that? Have you had a think? You know what? I actually wrote it down in my notes app like weeks ago and I forgot about it. So I think last time we were like, ho, ho, horror or some bullshit. And then I revisited <laughs> it and I was like, oh, no, I, I had written down Tis the Terror. That's actually good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good old past Sonique coming in clutch. Yeah, past like I don't know that that random Sonique on a Tuesday. She was really uh, she was hot. <laughs> so, tis a terror December. We're doing um, horror movies that are set in the holidays because we all love the holidays, except for Phoebe Cates's character. Except for a few cases. <laughs> except for a couple Scrooges out there. Yeah. How are you doing, Andrew? What? I said, how are you doing? Sorry. Oh, I thought you called me a Scrooge. I was like, what the hell did I do? No, you're the opposite of Scrooge. You're Tiny Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Isn't that the antithesis of Scrooge, Tiny Tim? Yeah, old and able-bodied and rich. Can I admit something? What? I have never seen a single iteration of The Christmas Carol. Not one. I'm... I've never seen Scrooged. I, I've never read the fucking book. I've never seen Muppets. You've never seen Scrooged with nope. Bill Murray. Nope, I haven't seen any of any. I, I'm aware of this um, of this Dickens content. I I I think all I know I, about I'm it. I'm aware of this dick. <laughs> this dick. No, I'm aware of it. Like in that, a lot of shows and movies reference it, so I get it. But I actually have never seen it. And I like to keep it now that I, way. Now I feel I feel we need to take some time and go into this. Um, why? I don't know. I feel I, I'm I'm genuinely shocked. I feel I like it's know. something you would have come across at some point. I genuinely Being... don't know. Like I, there's no reason. It's just, it's just like one of those things. Like I just never. I it's like almost like Star Wars until recently. Like I had not seen Star Wars, and there was no reason for it. Like no one. Like I wasn't just forbidden. I just did it. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. I'm just also remembering cuz like I've seen several versions, but I also just just now remembered that that was a Christmas thing we would do at my house growing up that my mom would read us a Christmas carol. And I I didn't think it was that much a staple of my who's, childhood. Who was your during, mom, Mr. Feeney? Uh at the time, Mrs. Baldwin. <laughs> well, no, see, because see, that's, I, that's what I mean. Like, I, the way means world, Mr. Feeney read them a Christmas Carol. I remember that, but I don't. Okay. Actually and know I didn't what... want Boy Meets World. So we both have, we both have holes in our upbringing. Yeah. Yeah. Some bigger than others. Um, but so your mom would read you this book. Yeah. I mean, Tight. you know, what is, what is there to know? <laughs> it's some old rich bitch in England. Yeah. And he's a piece of shit. And then he's visited by ghosts of different time periods. Mm-hmm. Well, not time, but just states of time. And yeah. then he's like, I'm a dick. That's the revelation is he's a Dickens, right? And then he, he's like, <laughs> go get a goose. <laughs> 
here's money, go get a goose, and then they're all happy. But it's also funny that you said I'm Tiny Tim because I had, I tore my ACL in high school, so I was on crutches, so of course everyone called me Tiny Tim, which, like, I'm not the tallest human in the world, but I'm not short. You're definitely not short, though. Like, I'm like... At the least. Like, you're not, your name's not Tim. Yeah. Those kids are bad at comedy. All they did was see a kid with crutches and just start calling you Tiny Tim. And I'm like, it would have been so much funny if your name was, like, actually Timothy. (laughs) Yeah. Those, these are the people that got older, went to comedy clubs, and when they got suggestions, they're the people that yelled dildo. That's who, who my school was. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Dildo school. (laughs) Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. I also haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life. I don't want that to. was my dad's favorite movie and the thing is my I, dad's favorite holiday movie at, at a certain point at this point i'm 28 i've not seen those two movies and i'm okay never seeing them like i made it this far man I it's can't almost like do, a badge of honor like we talk about i talk about all the time i can't do impressions but the one thing i can sometimes fake is george bailey and he's the main guy in it's a wonderful life so jimmy Jim, jimmy stewart yeah, is he the same character and everything? He's just like, oh, why you got to do that? Mary, uh, Mary, well, I, I love saw, you. I saw Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, so yeah, that's the same That's the same motherfucker okay. in both those movies. <laughs> okay, well, it's good to know he was typecast. Good to know typecasting isn't a modern thing. It's been around no. forever. I mean, with a, na- with a voice like that, like... <laughs> like, who else are you going to play? Like, do you think that Jimmy Stewart was going to be cast in, like, Casablanca and be like... <laughs> sexy like no and you sound like that (laughs) (laughs) you sound like that you know who you are i would be such a good like casting director i I would just be like okay so you're a character actor because you look like that so (laughs) you're not really giving us leading man sorry i think you know though Well, how how are you doing with that casting director energy? What? Oh. I said, I how are you doing? We are not hearing to the, each other today. I thought you said you called me a grifter. And it's like, I wish. <laughs> this is going to be a solid episode. One can only hope. Um, I'm doing so-so. I'm I'm a little bit um, uh, in, a, in a bah humbug mood, right? That's a thing. So you're the you're the Scrooge to my tiny Tim. Yeah, today. <laughs> That's a thing, right? Yeah, right. Sure, whatever. Chickens, uh, passable. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> He's yeah. I'm okay. I'm. I'm not clearly, but I'm. I'm fine. I'm happy. To be, I'm happy to be recording with you. That's that's a highlight of my day. Aww. No, I had like the worst cramps last night. Um, as I told all of Twitter, um, if you're not following me, that's say underscore anything. That's where I'm at. Um, no, I woke up in the middle of the night in pain and just could not sleep. So then I just like in my frustration at like 536, I just took two Benadryl and I was like, well, I'm just not going to wake up ever again. Like that's just what has happened. Um, and then I woke up at like 1130. <laughs> nice. So, uh, I'm, I'm a good boy, and I don't take drugs of any kind. Is ben- Benadryl is like a sinus thing? Oh, it's allergy honestly, medicine. It's not. <laughs> you're like I just popped like I was like no. Doing I, I know it's I, I know it's not like a drug, but I <laughs> like 
I know. That's how yeah. I was raised. My it's, dad's like, you you don't need to take ibuprofen. You can tough it out. And I'm like, fine. Wow. So that's how I grew up being I, like, I just now started succumbing to like, this hurts. I'm going to take some Advil. Oh, no. I grew up in a totally like, opposite house. It's just like, no, there's a pill to take. Take care of that. Take medicine. <laughs> crazy girl um no it's been it's an allergy medicine but it does make you drowsy but i just was like i need to sleep but i haven't hardly slept like i i have to sleep i'm this is not helping me so i took two and then i woke up like um evan gets up around seven for work so his alarm went off and i woke up two but i was kind of like half awake and i was like i took two benadryl i'm okay and i went back to sleep <laughs> just so you would know like if i'm not up at life i'm like still sleeping at 11 like i'm not dead like i'm okay i just like <laughs> took some medicine <laughs> yo speaking of not being dead the opposite the antithesis you would say is being alive and what makes me feel <laughs> so alive is reading your tweets where if i want to know about the state of your cramps where would i find these tweets um yeah any obgyns out there you can find me at s-e-y underscore anything that's say underscore anything where can I hear about your cramps, Andrew? Most of my cramp-related content can be found at Andrew underscore on underscore drums. If you do start following me specifically for cramp content, I will just send you Sneak's way. <laughs> Great. You know who um, can... <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to come with some dumb line. It's like, you know what really cramps my style Ooh. when I get wet? <laughs> That's no, that's good though. You know who cramps cramps the style of the the folks of a little town called Kingston Falls? Some gremlin. <laughs> what is the movie, Cindy? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying. Um, we watched Gremlins from 1984. This is my first time watching this movie. Me too. Yeah, I I I realized <laughs> as I was watching, I was like, you know, actually, I don't think I've seen this movie, or I've seen like the beginning. I think I've seen parts, but I've never actually seen the full thing. And this was the first time. What did you think about it? You know, I thought it, yeah, it was delightful. We wanted to start off uh, Tis the Terror December on a, on a light note. And I think it was just that. Mm -hmm. When I was looking up some like Wikipedia stuff. And it said it was, uh, I, I don't remember if it said horror comedy, but it, I think comedy was first. Comedy and horror. Then, so, mm -hmm. you know, it was very... It was great because you got a lot of the 80s comedy tropes and the 80s horror tropes. So we'll get into it. But there, there are cops in the movie and they were delightfully so stupid. So stupid. they weren't just horror movie stupid. They were comedy cops stupid. I, but it you, was, know, you know, I'm surprised that movies from the 80s that feature cops, usually like comedic or even action movies. Like, I'm surprised that didn't like defund the police. Like, how did that not happen? <laughs> like, from these movies and, like... This should have been... <laughs> like, that should have yeah, done it. Gremlins should have been the reason why America was like, fuck the police, because they suck. This shouldn't be a new a new thing. People are like, why do you want to defund the police? I don't know. Gremlins, 1984. Ever seen, Grem ever seen the cops in Gremlins? <laughs> you know where your tax dollars are going to? Some fucking losers. That's right. what. And did you know <laughs> Howie Mandel voiced Gizmo? I did not know. See, when I, I was reading the cast list and I was like, where is Howie? Like, when am I going to see Howie Mandel? <laughs> it's okay. You've seen him the whole time, sweetheart. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, another fun fact I learned from this too in the Wikipedia. This is this along with Temple of Doom is what changed the MPAA rating system and gave us the PG thirteen rating. And I was like, whoa! I was going to say cool. re- halfway through watching this. I looked that up. What is the rating of this movie? Because I was shocked that it was PG. It's PG. And then when I found that out, I'm like, okay. Which that makes sense. Because I've watched a lot of movies from the early 80s that are PG that I was always like, really? Okay. Like, there's right. there's a titty in this. Like, there's a boob. Like, <laughs> or they're cussing. And I'm like, how is this PG? But what? <laughs> I think that was also really slow to phase out, too. Because yeah. even if you watch th- the PG movies in the 90s, you know, they can get away with a couple things. Like, I was watching Cool Runnings a couple weeks ago, yeah. and nice. they say, you know, they use them tactfully. Like, I don't give a, you know, it's like, I don't care about the damn Swiss, you yeah. know? And it's like, they throw in a couple of those, or you look like an ass. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Look at you swearing in a Disney movie. Yeah, today's PJ movies are like very, I mean, the whole rate, you know, rating system is also just kind of weird and arbitrary as well. But right. yeah, uh, thanks to Steven Spielberg because he is um, at the head of the Illuminati and he's able to have that kind of power. Um, this <laughs> movie was made in 1984. It's directed by Joe Dante. Oh, okay. I thought it was okay. Chris Columbus wrote it though. I thought he made it. Okay, makes sense. Joe Dante, written by uh, Chris Columbus, Spielberg, like bankrolled that shit and it stars mm. zach galligan phoebe cates um hoyt axton polly holiday and francis lee mccain and howie mandel as the voice of gizmo um <laughs> it's a so okay this came out in june of 84 which i was surprised at too since it is like very holiday heavy i assumed it came out christmas but then again this is the age like the blockbuster so it makes sense this movie did make a lot of money Oh shit! Yeah, it did budget was eleven million and the box office was two hundred and two point nine million. It was a huge damn fucking Howie. hit. Sam Howie, how you do that? Um, it's about uh this this kid right, and he gets a gift from his dad. His um, you know, and it's a mogwai. It's this little like creature, and there's three rules you have to follow, and he immediately breaks all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and- eventually these little creatures wreak havoc on their small little town it was really great seeing this because i knew you know of gremlins i knew you couldn't get them wet yeah you couldn't feed them but then finally seeing it in context it's it's what the holidays are about is realizing movie context that you didn't have prior true um yeah it kicks off with this dude named randall and he's like this inventor. I love I love the inventor trope in the eighties. Like I feel like there's a lot of that. Like with like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and stuff. There's always some like kooky inventor who like it's quirky. They're yeah. quirky inventors. It's never practical. Like I'm trying to create. You know, and this is the eighties. It's not. I'm trying to solve the AIDS crisis. I'm not trying to solve this. You know, social ac- like epidemic. I. You look like a man that needs to brush his teeth and shave. But you left the house and you're on the bus. What are you going to do? <laughs> what, what, what the hell, man? No, it's totally true. Because I think of like this guy, of course, Honey Shark the Kids, Back to the, um, you know, Back to the Future, like the kind of kooky science guy. Like when did, when did inventors start being Elon Musk? When did that, that happen? When did, when did they like, go from being fun to being terrifying? 
Well, someone told, you know, if someone told me they're an inventor, I would assume they have degrees in engineering and they're on their way. They're a PhD candidate at MIT or something. Yeah. There's no way that Ran Pelzer went to MIT or even DeVry, you know. No, Ran Pelzer ma- has these things in his, his high school diploma and that's about it. He has high a school high school diploma, diploma and a dream. And a dream. <laughs> awesome <laughs> nice well done i do love how it starts <laughs> off too that he's like i'm i went to chinatown to try and pitch my invention <laughs> and then you know it was clearly just the vehicle to be like we're going to the mystic shop that can and i was like what chinatown, chinatown is this like this chinatown looked like they were in beijing i'm like chinatowns don't look like this <laughs> <laughs> I did appreciate, though, because he's being led to this kid's grandpa's shop. And I do appreciate that it wasn't, you know, they were these Chinese actors with terrible, you know, offensive, broken English accents. It's just like, yeah, this this kid's clearly an American. He can speak. Yeah. Until we met his grandfather, Mr. Wing, who's like full on Fu Manchu, like mystic asian character but he's still you know i mean he clearly speaks like but like someone that's been in the country for a while his you know his speech is very eloquent but then they just had to make him look raggedy and mystic and like magical yeah because it's the 80s and like asian people people of color are just magical blanks magical negroes magical asians like that's their that's what they do it almost reminds me of um I mean, it's a very common trip, like the mystic Asian person, but also like the Asian man who is a purveyor of strange things. It happens in Little Shop of Horrors. Like that's where he gets yeah. the, you know, Audrey too is like from like a little Chinese shop. And that's like, <laughs> that's like what it is. Like you get all kinds of weird shit at Chinatown and not just like cheap plastic shit. Like <laughs> that's what I was buying. I really like <laughs> that all this too starts because so he hears the Mogwai, which is Chinese, I think I read for demon. Um, yes, Cantonese for devil. And the, you know, it wasn't that the grandpa is a shady mystic shop owner. He's like, no, you can't touch that. Don't take it. Mogwai, you don't not have for sale. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you don't have the, you, it's like, you don't have the responsibility to handle this. And then <laughs> the grandson's like, no, I, just slide me $200 and I'll give you this. The thing. grandson's like, listen, I'm trying to go to MIT. Give me that $200, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I won't tell this old fuck about it. Like, I'm trying to get yeah. out of this dad. Okay? I don't want to end up like you spraying toothpaste on my chest, trying to <laughs> hawk my invention. Basically. Um, so, so he sells it to him and, um, he gives them the three rules. You don't expose the mugwai to light, especially sunlight, which will kill him. Um, you can't let them get wet and never feed your mugwai after midnight. And Rand's like, thanks, kid. Leaves. And we can't – okay, this is something that um, is so stupid. Um, they get to the town of Kingston Falls and, you know, they've got the Crystal's Christmas song playing. And my sister and I have mm. the weirdest tradition where, like – we love to sing that song, but in the most loud and obnoxious voices, like around Christmas. So it did get me very nostalgic seeing this scene. And I was like, oh, this reminds me of Christmas at home, just screaming in my mom's ear. She loved it. Um, so, yes, she, he gets home and 
we meet his son, Billy. How old is Billy supposed to be in this movie? I thought he was, because he's in high school, but then he's also at a, in the 80s, could you drink when you were 18? I think so, in some, yeah. So then I have to guess he's a senior in high school. So he was in high school? Well, that's what I he's like. Th- it's like he's working full time at this bank. <laughs> See, it was really confusing, though, right? It's but he was like so cl- because we'll get into it. But he was close with that science teacher, so I mean, he could have just been close to that science, or just knew that he's the only person that knows science. It's his former <laughs> science teacher, according to Wikipedia. Okay, so then he's out of high school. Yeah, you know, what I think it is. One- I think we're also not used to seeing young people living with their parents in movies of this era because i feel like i feel like generally speaking in the 80s if you were out of high school and were watching a movie about this person they lived out of the house i mean today it's like totally normal but like it, it threw me off because like what's well, so the way a kid like but he works at a bank and he has this like little kid friends so it's like what <laughs> he could be like 16 he also could be 25 i'm not sure that little kid too the best part about him in this movie is like his I'm assuming dad who sells Christmas trees and makes him dress up in a fucking full ass Christmas tree and not a felt Christmas tree. It's like they stuck branches on him yes. to make him look like this Christmas tree. It was oh, amazing. Oh, amazing. That was a young thing. Corey Feldman. Ooh. So, I mean, and it's kind of dark for him. Um. So, yeah. So we meet Billy and he like works at this fucking bank. And um, he also like, he has this like there's this lady named Mrs. Deagle who just like is this elderly like bitch. She's always That's like, shit. yeah, is she like a like a loan shark? Like, what is her deal? She, I think yeah, she, everyone owed her tons of d- money. Well, yeah, is she a renter? She just owns half the town, so they're like, you owe, you I either owe the a bank landlady. a mortgage or you owe her rent. I, that's what I, because that th- mother comes up, <laughs> what, what it just, it was, a, she was such a delightful comedic 80s villain. Yes. You know, like, and it came with such a delightful shitty 80s villain theme that whenever she would come on. Yes. And, but yeah, because she was, the mother goes, oh, please, you know, we just don't have the money for rent and we'll be out on the streets. And then she goes, well, now you know what to ask Santa for Christmas. <laughs> like, trounces no, into the She's bank. like a huge bitch. Um, and she also like routinely threatens um, Billy's dog, Barney. And it's like, okay, wow. Because at one point when she sees him at the bank, she's like, oh, I'm like, give your dog like a slow, painful death or some shit. I was like, that's yeah. insane. Do and not why- threat. What? And these people are just standing there accepting it. Like, the, she turns to one person and it's like, I would put him in the oven and crank it on a high. And he goes, that would do it. And you know why people would not stand by and just let you talk about a dog like that. Yeah. yeah. That was the most unbelievable. That was unbelievable. Like every every white person in this movie is just okay with her threatening a poor little and dog. That was, <laughs> that was a bank of white people accepting dog death. Which yeah. would... I'd try and do that today. Walk into a bank today. First of all, don't walk into a bank because of COVID. I'm just kidding. Do you? Do you? But <laughs> I feel like walk in there and just casually talk to the teller and be like, I'm going to bake your dog in an oven and kill it. First of all, I feel they would be real quick to just call the cops on you. Yeah. Like, this person started calling. We don't have to go into it. Yeah. She's... A piece of shit. She's awful. And we also, um, we meet Billy's friend, 
played by Phoebe Cates, and her name is Kate. Okay, easy to remember. And like you know, he's like you know, kind of like the love interest. Like you know, they've got a little little chemistry going. They got they got some romance. Is this like does it, does she in this movie before? This has to be before Fast Times at Richmond High, right? Yeah. Oh no, she was in this earlier in '82. You know, I'm actually surprised. You know why? Because in Fast Times, we see a lot of nudity from young Mrs. Phoebe Cates, and I'm shocked. But it's a different time in the 80s. I'm surprised that she would be like this kind of like more kid-friendly type of movie. You know, today it'd be very taboo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, could you imagine like Disney stars are also porn stars nowadays? It's like that wouldn't fly back in the 80s. Basically, so I just, I, I, yeah, things have changed a lot, which for the worse, people should be able to show their titties and be a Disney movie. Who cares? Um, <laughs> do you like, I like what also kind of threw me off too on their age because for some reason I just thought, you know, oh, and also I just want to mention this because this was cr- like his Billy's neighbor just randomly because he's trying to get to work in his like shit car, like a really old bug. Mm-hmm. And his neighbor just comes out ranting about how awful foreign-made things are and how awful foreigners are. And I was just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, just like a little touch of 80s racism. Right? But I like uh, <laughs> when we were talking about what also threw me for Billy's age. What made me think he was older is when that one prick from the bank who he works with, because mm-hmm. they're at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and and she and Kate's working. And um, this guy's just like, you know, I'm 23. In tw- like, by the time I'm 25, I'll have our boss's job. By the time I'm 30, I'll be a millionaire. And you're just like, what the fuck, man? But, you know, <laughs> 80s like, were different. It's like, he probably, he probably did end up doing those things. Probably. But he was just like, you're just sitting here making your comic strips. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking badass. Yeah, that's fun. Get off. Yeah, get working off in a bank is back. boring, you loser. Um, and he also tries to get Kate to come over. He's like, you haven't seen my apartment. She goes, I haven't seen your old apartment. And he goes, come on, Kate, I got cable. <laughs> hey, that's like, a big oh. sell in 84, though. Like, Dude, yeah, that was cable. Kate, what are you doing? Like, don't you want to see um, Dynasty on cable? Are you Could you sick? imagine being in the 90s then and you have to up it and it's like, well, who's who's the guy that has HBO? Then I'll be over there. Or like satellite. And it's like, ooh, he's got ooh. like 300 <laughs> channels. <laughs> ooh, we're going to watch all of them. Um, yeah, so, oh, okay, so uh, Billy goes home and we meet his mom too. So, you know, like, you know they got the, this cute little family going. The house is full of inventions that they have to use that don't really work and – you know, good for them. They have a very the Pelters are very um, supportive of the father's endeavors because he's not good at his job. Did you ever have something like that with either of your parents? My dad, I mean he he wasn't the m- most handy person, but he like he could competently do things. But like I remember towards mid end of high school, like he would buy he bu- he built a shed and he bought all these different kind of hand tools and saws and he would keep trying to make all these projects i'm like dad you're not this person and i need you to accept it (laughs) no not as a kid um evan recently purchased like a wood working thing like a little whittling situation and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) i'm supportive but 
the first day he got it, I was like, he got it, like the like the stuff with like the carving knife and everything. I was like, did you get um? I was like, did you get protective gloves? And he's like, oh yeah, they're on their way. And I was like, can you wait until the gloves get here before you start doing that? Because that thing is very sharp. Yeah, yeah, sure. Didn't wait. So then, like some point later in the day, I noticed he's bleeding, right? And I was like, what did you do? What did you do to yourself? And he was like, oh nothing. I just cut myself. And I was like with the fucking wood thing, right? And he was like, yeah. I was like, I told you to wait for the gloves. Like, why would you do – like, you're a first-timer. You don't have a proper, like, bench setup. You're just sitting on a chair with a fucking sharp-ass carving knife just going. Man, yeah, he didn't – this – Evan clearly wasn't a Boy Scout. Or he would have learned how to whittle. Yeah, I'm like, you need to get gloves. But now he has gloves, and now he doesn't use any of that stuff. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen to the podcast. It's okay. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Randall gives Billy this mogwai, which, like, no one questions really what these what this creature is. It's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, here's this thing. It's, like, what the fuck? rabies. What the fuck is this? This doesn't look like anything I've seen in a zoo. This doesn't, I mean, the internet didn't exist. It's like, this doesn't look like anything in our National Geographic. No. But they're like, oh, yeah, okay. It looks like something you this- get in Australia. Because they've got all that weird shit. I don't know. <laughs> they're just very accepting i don't like it no they're very accepting much like t- to his invention dreams they're like yeah sure okay we just have this mogwai the dog is immediately suspicious <laughs> of him just like mm, i don't know what that thing is get it out of here um so oh shoot where did i go and he tells them the rules yes and even then the you think you think you would freak out over the like any living f- mammal that it's like, oh, it can't go in the sunlight. Not doesn't like the sun. It will die if it goes in the sunlight. I'm like, what is this? Did you just give me a, a vampire, Dad? <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what, is this? what is this thing? <laughs> That's like, that should be your first, like, uh, sign. This is not a good idea. But he names the little Mogwai Gizmo. And first, like, you know, he treats them well. And they've got, you know, they're cute. And he's, you know, enjoying his little friend and stuff. Um Pete comes over, his weird child, like, another just trope of the time of, like, uncomfortably old boy with a younger boy. I'm like, I don't I don't like this friendship. If that was Pete's oh, son, right. mother, like, I don't know I why. I thought of that, too. I don't like you're hanging out with this 22-year-old. Like, <laughs> like, like, why are you changing, like, why are you changing in front of this boy? Right. I'd be like, oh, like, well, so, I was like, oh, so what are you and Billy do? Like, oh, yeah, no, he showed me his mogwai up in his room. I'm like, oh, so you go into Billy's room? <laughs> like. Billy lets you in his room. Like, yeah, we hang out. So I'm like, no, 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 no. What? No, 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 no. What's this mogwai? Oh, well, he only lets it out at night. What? But it can't get wet. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> you can't feed it after midnight. Feed it what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but like he's showing him and stuff. They're playing with the, um, with the mogwai. And Pete accidentally spills a glass of water on Gizmo. And this was disturbing. It was very disturbing. I hated this. I also did not know what was going to happen. And it happened in such a weird way. I knew that, like, I think I knew that when a mugwai gets wet, it multiplies. I didn't know how. So it was like, it was, it was very so like David Cronenberg, like, bubbling. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why is this thing pulsating? <laughs> it really was. It was like pulsating and like little like balls of first, like, just right. popping right off. And then, like, even though they're, you know, like, these cute little things, just, like, the, the, 
of their like ears unflapping over their their faces. I'm like, what a sound it's to be sick. hearing right but now. But also when the things are popping off, because I'm like, ah, he's like screaming. I'm like, oh my god, it's painful. Yeah. Like he's not like this. He's not yeah, giggling this- or anything. He's like, also the <laughs> Gizmo talks and like he says words, and Billy's yeah, not. No disturbed. one's freaked out. He's like bright light. I'm like, um. <laughs> It's like we've 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 had this dog for how long and it barely understands sit, but this thing's speaking English. Like uh, I'd be concerned. My light, my light. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh oh. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, uh-uh, no. This this prototype Furby bullshit. Did you have a Furby? Yeah, I I wrote that down. I was like, this thing is giving me Furby vibes and Baby Yoda vibes, but mostly Furbies, Furby vibes. I got a Furby. Um. It would have been like the year 2000, 2001. That's when they were like hot shit. I got one for my birthday and it scared the living shit out of me. I thought I wanted a Furby until I had one. I was like, I don't like this thing. <laughs> my little brother had one and it did like the stereotypical got super creepy in the sense, you know, like it's when its batteries would be draining. And yes. then, you know, we were boys. So we threw shit around. When I say boys, I meant we were children. Not that only boys can throw Furbies. But I assume you didn't chuck yours. Maybe out of fear. I think I just like, I don't think I ever threw it. I think I just would run out of the room. Like I remember going into my room and it was dark. And then hearing it, it talk. Going. And I was like, fuck that. I turned my light off and ran out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like we would drop it a ton. And then eventually it'd just be like crackling and slow. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we didn't do any of the dumb shit, like putting it in a microwave <laughs> but wait was that have you what, ever seen those videos people did have what? you you need to look up people like like torch you know they like torture once people found out that furbies went weird when shit started going wrong with the electronics they do the dumbest shit like putting them in microwaves and frying them and it's weird but anyway yeah furbies are terrifying and this is That's where crazy. they got the inspiration clearly um, but yeah, he gets like five more Mogwai, but they're they're a little bit more troublemaking because Gizmo's like cute and he's like sweet and stuff. But these five fuckers are like, they're not good. Like they're not like the other ones. And Billy's like, okay, I need to take this thing to my my science teacher. Like, I'm sorry, we were science teachers like this. I feel like most science oh, teachers are like interested is- in science, but they're not like scientists. Well, that's it, right? It's kind of like. <laughs> Right. That was my first thought is because especially if you have friends or you yourself or anybody go into education or at least the schools that I went to, it's not necessarily like I am this education major. Right. It's like so music. Right. It's what I know. So you are a music major and education was your minor. So you, you knew just enough to graduate with that degree. That doesn't make you like fucking albert einstein so these are just people that liked science and know it enough to teach it to high schoolers yes at a high school level he's not like he's not like a phd in biology from stanford like he's literally just like a teacher (laughs) like he could draw blood but he does he does he really know how like does he personally did he take all of the labs he needed to that would have given him the know-how to do that shit? No, Mr. Hansen knows enough that he can explain to us about, like, cells. Can he do anything with a cell? No, he can just tell us the structures of one. Like, like he took that blood and he could put it under a microscope, but, like, unless, you know, he's just kept up with scientific trends and had blood samples to compare it, like, what the fuck's he doing? 
Yeah. I do I, appreciate, though, that, like, the one black guy, the main guy, was the smarty smart science teacher. That's true. I like that, too. I mean, he dies, but he got to be smart for a little First. bit. First. Yeah. He got, he got to be smart before he died. Yeah, that was nice. Um, but he brings the Mogwai to teacher, and they spawn another one. And Hanson's like, okay, I'll keep it and, like, do some experiments, and I'll tell you about it, because I'm totally qualified. Good for him. <laughs> um, but... It's like uh, he gets tricked. Okay, so Billy at one point he's got like he's got this these new set of Mogwais and like there's one with like a stripe. He's like the ringleader named Stripe, and he feeds them. You know, because he night. thought it was like he thought twenty it was to midnight. Yeah, it's before midnight. So he and you also them. like like how you pointed out because like Gizmo's his fave, hanging out with him. OG Giz. Yeah, and he's <laughs> hanging out with Billy on the bed. OG Giz and. He- <laughs> But then the other ones are like in a box just on the floor. And yeah. Gizmo is just inherently good because he's like, do you want some food? And he goes, no. Like, why would I do that? He's like, no, like I can't because then I'll be back <laughs> and I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But then like the next morning he wakes up and there's all these like fucked up cocoons. And he realizes, Billy realizes that he's fed the Mogwais after midnight because the fucking Mogwais led by Stripe, you know, fucked up his clock. So he thought it was like 11.45 or something, right. but actually it was after midnight. Um, and it's disgusting. So they start to like hatch. And when they're hatching, it's he's not there. Billy's out. So it's like the mom is like at home, you know. This was crazy. That was okay, – Because well, the, first, fucking the first one we got was the teachers, right? Yes, because the, the teachers one is ha- – was they realize it's, it's hatched or it's the, – they realize the cocoon has happened at yeah. Hanson's. And then, um, is that when they see it hatches there? And then that's when he's like, I, like my, oh my God, I have to go home. Cause like, well, because, yeah, cause with- he calls Billy. He's like, yo, you need to fucking get over here. And he leaves right. his day job at the bank and <laughs> he rushes over there, but not quick enough because fucking demon gremlin kills <laughs> this teacher. Yes. And then we get, this was done nicely, right? Cause it was like, you know, it's kind of alluding to, like, good horror technique, but also uh-huh. it's, like, a kid's movie. Because you don't see it for a while. And then, um, so Billy shows up, sees him, sees the teacher dead, um, gets scratched. We don't see him, but he gets scratched. And then the thing goes into, like, the vents. So Billy runs into the nurse's station to mm. wrap himself up. And then the thing pops out briefly from the cabinet and knocks him over and then runs away. So you only get it for that split second, which I thought was nice. Yeah. And, you know, this this sequence in particular, I totally get why the rating system had to change. Because it it's pretty scary, I think, for, like, kids. Oh, yeah. If, like, a PG movie, I would definitely, like, yeah. I don't think it's great for, like, little, little kids, maybe. Unless you're unless the right. kid's, like, a badass, then, like, yeah, show him it. Like a cool kid. He's, like, know? a cool kid on the playground. Like, he's he's that kindergartner that's smoking. He's a kindergartner who has his, like, sleeves rolled up. He's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, they turn into the gremlins at this point, and they're just, like, these little reptilian shits. And he has – he runs home to his mom, and now – This was such this a cool was scene. so great. Because <laughs> I didn't think she was going to get as many as she did. Yo, Billy's mom went hard. I was like, oh, shit. Like, well, final girl she... status. I love it. Well, because she knows – the gremlins are up there. She knows Gizmo's up in Billy's bedroom and knows that the other ones are in cocoons. So then the other ones are f- like, they pin Gizmo 
to a dartboard and they're throwing darts at him. Yeah. Right? That was horse shit. But she hears noises and she knows they're there and could have easily just been, oh, it's his pets. But she starts going upstairs with a fucking knife. Yeah, because she she's making like gingerbread to- cookies and she was like, nah, I'm taking this knife with me real quick. Like, I am fucking yeah. these shits. Like- <laughs> yeah. And she goes back An downstairs actual, like, realistic to all the gremlins. person. Like, it was like, mm. right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's like now, like the gremlins are like, they, t- they yeah, they torture Gizmo and they're trying to kill her, and she fucks them up. Like one of them is in like the fucking blender, like stand mixer thing. She turns it on, and like all this green goo yeah. just like fly. I thought she was, you know, it was gonna turn around, and no, like she gets it. She stabs another one, microwaves another one. Oh, the microwave one was great because it got to explode. That's, that's so funny. I know. <laughs> And this is, again, hit me. I'm like, this was a solid PG rating. Yeah. I love movies like this because I always think about the FX people and just like, they're having so much fun. Like, you, I, can't, <laughs> I, I can't imagine like, okay, we have to get a gremlin to blow up in the microwave. How are we going to do this? Um, but and yeah. And they're they, like shockingly smart, these gremlins, yeah. right? Because like, because Billy calls home to say, it hatched, you have to watch out. But they pull the phone, they cut the phone lines. Mm-hmm. These aren't just like. These are very intelligent I things. I mean, they were they smart enough English to cut like the... like, 10 seconds. Yeah, they were smart enough to also cut the phone line, I mean, the, the clock plug so they could get right. fed after midnight. And, oh, we missed this part, but, like, the, the night before, I think before they hatched or whatever, um, yeah, because before they be- became gremlins, but they were, like, mischievous little mogwais, they, like, tied the dog up with Christmas lights oh, and, like, right. left him outside. Like, and he could have died. And Billy's like, oh, Mrs. Deagle did this. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that old crotchety woman did that this. old bitch almost killed my dog and i'm like uh yeah no um but yeah so she manages to kill a bunch of them and billy like escorts his mom over to like the neighbor's house who's like a doctor and he's like i have to like you know after coming in <laughs> and cutting one of their heads off with a sword <laughs> yes that was totally check the off. fire check off sword because in the beginning like they're one of them falls off they have like weird like cross swords on like yeah. the wall with the house like this is so random <laughs> he does it's pretty good it's an inventor's house it's quirky yeah it's like Wee's house in that movie but yeah you were saying he dropped the mom off at the local doctor and then and then he's hunting because it's stripe it's the leader it's the yes. striped one <laughs> and he's chasing him with this sword which i just <laughs> loved that because you know he went i don't know where his house is in relation to the town but he yeah. gets into the like ymca to chase this thing down so he was just a kid that was cut up and bloody running around with a sword which i feel even in the 80s should raise some awareness. oh yeah i think that would definitely raise some but you know kids were free range back in the 80s so it's like oh yeah that's true they're like, it's Christmas. Don't ruin his fun. <laughs> it's Christmas. His Christmas sword. <laughs> there goes old Billy Belzer with his Christmas sword. <laughs> um, Is this the bit when... Because he does manage to... Okay, so he's, the other ones are killed. But uh, Stripe escapes to the YMCA. Because this fucker's smart. He's like, oh, I need to find a big body of water. I know the why. And he goes to the why. Yeah. That... <laughs> I was... When he jumped in that pool, I was like, shit. I'm like, oh, shit. Because the whole army of them like come like right on the street. And it's like, uh, it's like a thousand gremlins running down this like small town street. It was terrifying. I know. And this is when we finally get to, he goes to the cops 
And <laughs> he's, you know, doing the thing of just explaining exactly what happened. And they're like, oh, yeah, right. Sounds like little Billy has been drinking. And then the guy goes, <laughs> yeah, you've been drinking, Sheriff. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? That's what I'm saying. Like, listen, if we listen, y'all, if we try to like um, defund and eventually abolish the police, we need to bring back these depictions of cops. Like, fuck all this SVU, all this, like, oh, these, like, super cops. Like, no, we bring back some donut, some donut-eating, stupid-ass, like, fucking cops out here. That's what I want to see. That's the kind of portrayal I want to see. That is the SVUs and all these, like, good cop shows, like, agile cop shows. Yeah, man. Bring back these whack-ass motherfuckers, dumbass, you know, only went to high school, couldn't get into the army for whatever reason, so now they're a cop. That's what I want to see. I want to see that kind of I want the ones that they say, someone says there are these gremlins about to fuck up the city. They say bullshit. And then he pulls one out. He's like, shut off the lights. And they do. And he's like, oh, this is a cute thing. How could this, how could this possibly take over the town? And you wanted to be like, you did not know this creature existed. Yeah. Ten minutes ago. I feel the next logical step is it could fuck up the city. Or at the very least, I'm like, oh, we need to call animal control. Like, what are the like? Are these things? Are they? I mean, I guess it's the 80s, and like, have these things have rabies shots? Yeah. What the fuck is this? We need to call like the guys with the the truck to come like, corral these beasts, right? <laughs> that are going to destroy this town. But yeah, the, so the the gremlins start to just like fucking wreak havoc on the town. This like they, is, it's total war. <laughs> this is an insane because we get you know like shots of they the racist. The, and this was very unnecessarily funny to me because they take over the neighbor's tractor and like mow them down in their living room with it. But because he was shit faced halfway through the movie talking about how gre- uh, foreigners put gremlins in our devices and that's how they fuck with us. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, damn it. This just proved a racist conspiracy theory, and I was so oh mad. Oh my god, yeah. Ooh, that's gross. But no, again, like, 84, you know, the writer was also, that was like the writer's like, um, like XB. He's like, that's me. He's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the message of this movie. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> I will say like, you know, these, these shit characters got their comeuppance, like, uh, what is it? Mrs. Deagle, he has one of those st- like chairs that go down the stair. The stair lift. And the, the stair lift and the gremlins mess with it and supercharge it. So when and they're out there pretending to carol in hats and mittens and then she freaks out because they're gremlins and gets in her chair, which in real life moves so slow she would have gotten fucked up anyway but it like is going a hundred miles an hour and she flies out the window yo that shit killed me it also her but like that shit was amazing (laughs) oh man that was uh that i laughed terribly hard at that moment yeah what you know i feel like that's like of the same like um lane of like i fall and i can't get up like that kind of just like granny like old woman <laughs> yeah. is harmed and i don't know why it's not funny in real life but like it's funny right <laughs> it's funny. and then you know the cops are driving around town and they see her land <laughs> and then they see and then they see this guy dressed as santa with three gremlins like stuck to him attacking him and they're like oh 
what's he doing? <laughs> and then he just starts rolling up his window as a gremlin is right by his window. <laughs> I'm like, they're still not like, they're terrified, but not really acknowledging that it was like, Billy was right. So yeah. we get these nice little scenes, but then we hit, I thought, an unnecessarily long scene. Yes. Of all the gremlins in the bar. I thought it was very funny that Kate was serving them. Yeah, she, they was, kept, she was like straight up just like, <laughs> like, but you know, not actively it serving them. It wasn't yeah. the worst game plan. Get them shit faced. So then they eventually like they'll be belligerent, but then they'll like pass out. So yeah. I'm like, okay, she's in it for the long con, but she's just nervous and like giving them popcorn and shit. But then it's just the longest scene of these gremlins acting like drunk people just yeah. like smoking three cigarettes in one mouth they're all playing poker and like it had to be fun for the puppeteers or maybe they're like why are you making us do this, this well is- you know you these are these are the shots that you need for the trailer you need like a bunch of like these kind of like this is like a wacky summer film gremlins <laughs> like you know you have to have like oh man like this is funny it, because that happens in a lot of these movies i think of like this you know the horror horrible horrible movie um garbage pail kids they do the same thing and it's like we gotta see the garbage pail kids acting like people and like this is what pe- this is what grown-ups do they drink <laughs> <laughs> the kids will love it um yeah so like she she gets them to leave though or like to run uh, to run away basically and she kind of and she escapes as well by flashing them with a camera because we've seen this happen earlier you flash them the camera and they like they freak out and she escapes back to the bank with Pilly and Kizmo and the most <laughs> the most unnecessary part of this movie. I wrote this down hoping I was going to be wrong, but So was this supposed to be like serious or funny? Cause I assume I laughed, serious but, but I'm also it a came piece of out shit. Of- well, it's because it came out of nowhere. So Spooky Squad, if you haven't seen this and if you're gonna listen to this, I feel like you'll go see it, maybe. Um, I feel like everyone's seen this movie. Yeah. We're the only ones but who like, never you know, saw it. <laughs> so for for no reason, this was it was subtly brought up in the beginning when mm-hmm. Kate's like, "I don't celebrate Christmas," and Billy goes, "What are you Hindu?" Like that. I'm like, okay, See, whatever. My first thought would be like, maybe Jewish. Jewish? Like, <laughs> like, like she's probably Jewish. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but then so she goes and she gives this long sob story. I mean, she's like she acts. She acts it fine. That's yes. not the issue. The issue is that it exists. She goes on the story talking about how her dad went out to go get something on like Christmas Eve, but then he didn't came back. He didn't come back. Five days go by. The police are looking, and I go to light a fire, and I notice a smell. And the cops go, and they clean out our chimney. Turns out my dad dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> he got on the roof to come down the chimney. He had the presents. But he broke his neck and died instantly and was stuck in there for days. I was like, why? And, sh- and, she's, and she says, and that's what I knew. Santa Claus wasn't real. <laughs> I did laugh at that. <laughs> like, was this just Yo. a diet trip? <laughs> that was a long monologue. Just to, If I want to do this just monologue at auditions, it's a comedic monologue. <laughs> it had to have been like, but you have you heard this urban legend? No. See, I've heard this story before, and I and I I don't know if it originated in Gremlins or if it was just an urban legend. I'm like, oh, Dad tries to be pretending to be Santa Claus, go down the the chimney, and then breaks his neck and dies. Like I've heard this story before, but it's just so funny that she like 
full on serious like this is like Phoebe Kate's like Phoebe Kate is like this is like I'm gonna give my dramatic monologue. Kubrick has to call me after this. Like I just know he has to after this. Like I'm gonna kill it. And then like the whole the the reveal is her dad died in the chimney, and that's how she don't believe in Santa Claus anymore, guys. It was well, it's so, so ridiculous. <laughs> it was like it was so wedged in there like because you know she's like you know the town's on fire she's with billy and gizmo and she goes well this is another reason to hate christmas you know she and just then, wanted a reason to tell that story so she's like perfect this is perfect time to do it like billy needs to I'm know i'm sad I, and i need you to know why <laughs> do you want to know i don't like christmas no, do you I, I, i'm like no as a matter of fact to save the town right now this is not time but like no but like do you want to know <laughs> Yo, we could have gotten a jump on killing these gremlins had you not have wasted the last five minutes. She really about... did, because that scene was long. What if after that, Billy just goes, did you did you just tell me that urban legend? <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard this urban legend. It's like, I heard this, okay? Ha, Turns ha, out, ha. this is like, Kate's dad's actually just in prison. And like, this is the story she tells people <laughs> for like, why he's not around. <laughs> like, he's totally alive. He's just like, in prison. Like, he's fine. <laughs> um but yeah so after that fucking weird scene um they they go outside they realize like everything's quiet and they're like oh shit like these where are these fuckers because like these 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 gremlins are tricky so they could just be hiding someplace but no they're at the theater they're They're at a fucking movie theater they're watching a movie it's the middle of the night and they i do like that they deduce well it's dark out but where would they go that's also dark inside a movie theater (laughs) Just straight up watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. And having a great old time. And um, so they, how did they, okay, I think I, I'm not going to lie, I think at this point I kind of checked out mentally while I was watching this movie. Well, they, like, so they were like. Because I know they set off I, an explosion and they managed yeah, to kill so them. so I do like that Billy turns to Kate and goes, where's the boiler room? Like, ah, who the it. fuck just okay. knows where a building's boiler room is? But she did, for whatever reason. And then so they, you know, like, let all this gas out of the valves, and they're gonna blow up. But of course, Stripe got yes. hungry, and the concession stand was out, so he goes across the street to the candy store. To the Montgomery so Ward, then- which I was like, that was a place. I forgot about Montgomery Ward. Did you guys have that in Wisconsin? Yeah, it's a, yeah. I was like, whoa. Flashback. Now defunct, like store but that was a place little time capsule oh yeah um little little trip down memory lane for some yeah i was like whoa montgomery ward um but yeah so he's he's across the street so that fucker is still alive and um so now like they have to kill stripe because stripe is like evil and he's like he's trying he's trying to find more water so he can like make another army because like stripe's like i feel like this he's not attached to his gremlins he's like fine fuck those i can just make more like i don't care they're gone Okay. I'll make a new army. Expendable. I feel this is, again, <clears throat> this comes up to what I feel was another drawn out. Like, so, you know, the next while is just the final battle, but it's not super dramatic. Mm-hmm. There there are moments of when Billy falls and you think he's going, like, <laughs> Stripe had a crossbow. <laughs> and, like, shot him in the arm and then all of a sudden... Just like fell from like something and you're prolonging it all of this is interspersed with his dad 
trying to come back home from the inventors convention. <laughs> oh yeah, like, he was he was at like a convention the whole time, wasn't he? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. so you're like, okay. I and also throughout this scene, so Gizmo is trying to help save the day, and I love this just in any movie of any kind. So Gizmo gets in a toy remote control car and can drive it like a normal <laughs> functioning car. Did you ever have to read that book about like the mouse named Ralph who like drove a yeah, motorcycle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They never explained the mechanisms of how that worked. And that was something that always stuck with me as a kid. I was like, but how? Like it's a toy. How, how though? <laughs> how, how is he doing that? <laughs> Yeah, he comes with his little toy car, and Gizmo saves the day by opening a skylight, and he exposes Stripe to sunlight, and he melts. What a melting scene, too. Mm-hmm. It's gross. A lot of goo. A lot of, lot of goo. A lot of goo. Uh, and then we get we get them chilling the next day, mm-hmm. and like they're all so happy and cheery, and then... <laughs> They the camera turns around and then the grandpa from the store in Chinatown is just there, <laughs> and they're like, and they're all like, "What the fuck?" And the dad's like, "Oh, it's the guy that sold me the creature you're you're holding on to." And he he was surprisingly chill for having him just appear in his house, even if he knew who yeah, he was. He, it wasn't like, even like a knock knock. I'm here. It's like he just was there. Ah, uh, and he just he just takes. But, you know, no magical, lie. mystical person of color, so. He, yeah, he's so mystical. <laughs> it's a wizard. And I do like that he shames him. I, I like the the dad did the typical explanation you'd expect from someone in an 80s movie. Definitely a Caucasian man. Where the the Chinese man was saying to him, "You, <laughs> I gave you the three rules and you still broke all of them. And he goes, well, we didn't mean to. <laughs> Well, I'm so fucking glad you didn't mean to. I'm like, you, and, and they're very casual about it, considering, like, there were the deaths. Town. Like, your town yeah. is not just destroyed, but, like, people died. Like, a this lot is, of like, people a died. lot of people died. It wasn't just, like, oh, like, it was just, like, oh, fun and games, and, like, oh, like, the movie theater is, like, blown up. But, no, like, people, like, literally de- were, like, massacred. And you guys were, like, uh-oh. <laughs> as whites do and he's like yeah you guys aren't ready for the responsibility to care for mogwai so he's like one day maybe like billy can take gizmo but he's like i'm basically like <laughs> mr wing just acts as like cps and it's like give me the mogwai <laughs> you cannot take care of this baby <laughs> and he just leaves and, your society you know. did with the mogwai what it does with all of nature's gifts and i was like yeah call him out right on mr wing fuck yeah that's what they do <laughs> yep um and he takes he takes the little little gizmo away and he says bye billy <laughs> howie mandel said bye billy sorry yeah we have to give howie mandel his credit and that's how it ends and that's how it ends yeah dude that was that was the gizmo extravaganza known it as was Romans. fun but i do have to ask sonique <laughs> so that was intense. <laughs> I got scared. I was like, you Yeah, cool. you should be scared. How <laughs> how do you think this movie would be different if there if more than just the science teacher were black? Um well first off, we would listen to the rules. Would you have Well also I don't think it would I would never aside from the fact that it would never be purchased in the first place, because like Yeah, that, mm, so, so that happened. 
We're like, but that fuck happened. it. We bought this creature that we didn't know existed. We bought it. Yeah. Rules would be followed. Also, I think there would be like, uh, well, I know, uh, I don't know about you. Well, oh, yeah, white mom, so it's a bit different. But my mom, I was not allowed to have like pets outside of fish growing up. So I feel like a lot of black people are very specific about the kind of pets you keep in that dogs are fine as long as they stay out of the kitchen and off of the furniture. Cats are okay. <laughs> and that's it. Maybe like you'll get like some fish, maybe like a bird. But most of the black kids I know didn't have like a snake or a tarantula. That's like for the white kids. Definitely no hamsters because like, yeah, I'll bring that rat in my house. And I feel like the <laughs> attitude would be the same. It's like, what the, I'm, this is a, my, I think my mom was like, what is this rat? My mom would just call it a rat. Like, I don't want this rat in my house, basically. So, my, I don't know. Gizmo would have to live outside. Probably. My dad. <laughs> yeah, I, my dad, I don't, my dad never hated. I had dogs all of my life growing up. Um, and my, my mom was definitely more into having the dogs. And I think my dad just rolled with it. So, I think that kind of goes with what you were saying. Like, he wasn't going to put his foot down and say, absolutely not. But he wasn't the one like, yeah, let's go get a dog. And I think he reluctantly accepted that they could go on furniture and shit. But he, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, we we never had, like, weird animals. We only had cats and dogs. Right. And, like, fish from time to time. But I do think, like, whenever we would find, because every, and it, we, I say stray dogs. I lived in, like, a country-ish neighborhood mm-hmm. so it's like the stray dog was definitely somebody's it wasn't like you know if you find a stray in the city um and it could have been out there for a while so we would like if we found a stray from time to time my dad would be like do not bring that dog in this house it can go in the garage you can bring it food but it's like don't let it in the house and you get so mad when my mom would let us bring it in the house i mean yeah stray yeah no i i definitely was not allowed to i have a cousin who was though he they live in ohio and he would definitely just bring in like in his mom's house all (laughs) kinds of like creatures and like he would like bring home like stray cats he would bring home like rabbits like i don't know how he never got rabies because he really would just he would just find animals and be like (laughs) i found a squirrel it's like no you can't just have a squirrel no like take that outside uh yeah. I really think that. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I was. You can finish your thought. This will, might be a whole new thing. No, no, no. You go. I was just going to say, I, I think logically from like my life experiences, it's straight up like you said, that animal would just not have been purchased. My dad would be like, we don't know anything about that. You you gave me three weird rules. I'm not. It's like that already sounds more complicated than just cleaning up after it shits. Like, I'm not doing that. Exactly. And also, I think that, like, um, if this was, like, a black community, too, I think that there, I think, because Billy, for the most part, outside of crying and call the cops, for the most part, he tries to take this on and on by himself. And it's like, no, this is when you kind of, like, call in the troops of the neighborhood and, like, listen, guys, yeah. like, there's, there's these, 
sorry about it. I fucked up. I somehow released these creatures into our town. We need to band together as a town and, like, fight them. It's like Vampire in the Bronx or something. Right, Vampire exactly. versus Bronx is like, no, this is like a, a <laughs> neighborhood effort. We all need to fucking get these things. As opposed to just like, uh-oh, they got loose. And then people are just in their homes, in their robes, going about their business and getting murdered by gremlins. Well, even if you made it mundane... Like, if a dog or an animal got out, the first thing you did was call or go to your neighbors. Yeah. (laughs) At the very least, like, oh, keep an eye out for it. Like, you know these things are murderous. Like, I think you need to go to your neighbors and tell them, hey, you might get killed by my gremlins. Sorry. My my dad would have been around because he wasn't busy trying to be an inventor. He was busy trying to make wood projects, but he would have been home. That too. And I don't know how many um, black moms would put up with that invention shit. Especially because they don't work. <laughs> it's like he was like good at it. Like like all of, all my all my, my gadget, gadgets and gizmos, if you will, are all like, like I can't <laughs> use. Because like, you know he doesn't let you buy actual shit. Like I want to get a toaster, but I have to use like a Peltzer toaster. And I'm just like. Right. The thing, the things like the toast goes flying in the air all the time. Like when they I'm like dead, how like, <laughs> how much money did you put into making this thing that we could have just not you know we could have bought a toaster for half the cost. Literally, yeah. we'd have a talk. <laughs> is what I'm saying, and I don't think and I don't think it would end with um, what if we what if we get to the point of so all of that aside, say we get to the point where these things, the gremlins, they've become gremlins. They're mm-hmm. terrorizing the city. How would we go about like saving the city? Do you think it'd be any different than how Billy went about it? Hmm, that's a good question. So I mean, let's like let's pick a point. So yeah, he, I'm th- I'm trying dropped, to think. I'm like he dropped his mom off, and then he went to try and so let's go after the army had been created. So mm-hmm. they went to so that means starting at that point, he went to the cops to try to warn. Right. So. I mean, that probably wouldn't have happened. <laughs> There's that. I think I, I still lean on this, like, neighborhood thing. Like, I think he would have, like, rallied up all, like, the boys, all the kids' neighborhood. Like, listen, y'all, this is what's happening. I fucked up. I got this mogwai. I broke some rules. But that's already happened. Let's not, let's not live in the past. Live in the present. The present <laughs> is that these shits are out here. They're trying to fuck our town up. And this town... <laughs> Is a nice middle class black all black native town, so you really want to <laughs> save it. So you know there's some black um, gun owners in this town. I'm like y'all need to fucking strap up. We about to fucking murder some crap. <laughs> and then we go on an offensive. We're not hiding in our house. We're going out there and we're gonna fucking hunt these little fuckers down. Maybe like as we're like picking off loose ones, we we still do the plan where we corral them into a building and, and blow them up, blow shit up. I'm shocked. That you mentioned it too. I mean, we've kind of touched on it. That there wasn't like a whole town effort when, because it was abundantly clear throughout. Like you know, once shit started really going down, that this it wasn't like a random house here and a random house there. I mean, that happened, but it got to the point where everyone was aware this was happening yeah. all over town, mm-hmm. and no, everyone's just like, we're just gonna hide and hope things work out for us and mm-hmm. not care about anybody else. Nope. All I know is there'd be a lot of black people outside in their robes of baseball bats and rolling pins and all types of home goods, a few guns. Golf clubs. Golf clubs. We have to save our town because we've put so much work into having this beautiful, immaculate black town. We're not going to let some fucking gremlins fuck up our town. I think this was a really good answer. 
Yeah. This was this satisfied me. Yeah. Just the image of all of these black people beating the shit out of these gremlins <laughs> with like house with items. like bonnets on their head. You must go yeah. to bed too. Get your bonnet on with the fuck these shits <laughs> up. Like, oh man, that's hilarious. If this was ever, if this black version was ever redone, that would have to be. I like. I would cut the ninety-minute. Uh, scene of the gremlins having fun in a bar to just have that much time dedicated to, like a melee scene yeah just like and it'd be it would be a hefty mix of really comedic kills and just really like that was an amazing kill there'd be like really comedic kills i probably would like try to mirror um the opening of um saving private ryan when they're on omaha beach but make like a funny version of it so it's like <laughs> <laughs> that commonly uttered phrase. If I could make a comedy out of saving Private Ryan, <laughs> but like, what if instead of scene. Nazis, it's it's gremlins? So people running and like, there's someone like screaming like "Mama, Mama!" and someone's like a chaplain and shit, but they're just killing gremlins. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that's so funny! It's <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest idea. Can't <laughs> say that. There have had to have been dumber. I write sketch comedy. I've, that's, I've had dumber. That's a really dumb one. <laughs> oh, gosh. I would probably have the money to make that. I would totally be like, guys, they get this. It's gremlins, but like saving Private Ryan. <laughs> what if, let, why don't we just crowdfund, uh, crowdfund the money to really wet, like hire a production team and just to make that scene? Yeah, yeah I don't like, want to make the whole like, movie. You know, I just want that scene. You know the movie Gremlins? You know what happens before? You know what happens after? This is the meat and potatoes. This is what you want to see. Yeah. Just a bunch of black people beating the shit out of these demons. Out of these, yes. Oh, that'd be so tight. And then, and then, oh, at the end when, like, the uh, Mr. Wing shows up, he'd be like, he went in there to give me a talking to, to be like, you're not ready for this. But then he gets there and he sees the after of like the ba- the battle. And he's like, <laughs> you know, I was going to take the Mogwai from you, but actually, I think you're good. <laughs> he just I thought you were going to go the route of like, he just popped up in the house and he would be like, hello. And the family would just be like, fuck. And they beat the shit out of him. <laughs> No, 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 no. I think they, I think we'd let him live, but he'd just be like, mm, okay, good job. <laughs> and he goes back you to Chinatown. <laughs> you good. You got it. <laughs> Don't have to worry. Yeah. Or it's like a, oh, and then like maybe it, like we to kind of tint to a, a sequel when Mr. Wing sees what happens. He, Mr. Wing, ooh, Mr. Wing's actually a part of this like secret order of like gremlin fighters. And then he's like. I have a job for you. And it's like the, t- the Templar Knights of Gremlin Fighters. Yeah, and it's kinda of like the end of that movie, um, The Quiet Ones. Not the Quiet Ones. What's that movie with um Emily Blunt and they can't the thing they can't make noise? A Quiet Place? Yeah, it's like the end of the Quiet Place, you know, and she like she like kinda of like cocks the shotgun and she's like, Oh, we'll have to go fuck these shits up. He says it to us and we're like standing there and I cock my baseball bat. <laughs> and it ends. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have so many movie ideas, guys. Oh my god! If anyone's listening, and like I don't know if you know like movie people, hit us up because yeah, we just came, um, we just like we just we just came up with that on top of our heads. Uh, 
Boom. And I feel I, we already know two people that really want to see this. I assume there's at least three more. Yeah. Oh my god, it'd be so funny. It'd be so good. And we can still do the Christmas theme. It's a big Christmas. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? If anything, the the melee scene would be more interesting because we can improvise like Christmas decorations in the fight. <laughs> All right, yeah, guys, that was Gremlins. Um, I'm sh- I'm sure you've seen it because we are the only two I think youngins who have not seen this movie. It was fun. I enjoyed it. But you guys keep listening. We're going to um, I guess we should probably sh- we can post our lineup on social media. But after Gremlins, we're gonna have Silent Night, Deadly Night, followed by Krampus, and last but certainly not least, Black Christmas. What a lineup! What a solid lineup. Tis the terror. Yes. Joy to the world. My body's dead. Do you did you ever sing that song? What? Joy to as a kid. Joy to the world. My body's dead. I barbecued the head. Oh yeah, yeah. And what about the body? I flushed it down. I flushed it down the potty and round Round and round round it goes. I literally just thought about it before we started recording. I was like, oh my god, I haven't like weird that I just like came into my brain suddenly. There are so many weird childhood <laughs> songs that we would sing. Yeah. If you hey, if you guys want to hear more childhood songs, maybe keep listening to the podcast. There's a high likelihood. There's a good chance that we might break into song again. Um yeah, follow us on social media, we die first pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um do you have anything else to plug? Andrew? Not currently, just show us some love. Donate to our Patreon that doesn't exist. Um, we can tweet out our Venmos if you want to help us. It's not like we're going to buy new things for this podcast. Maybe we will. Hit us up if you want stay safe, stay spooky face masks. Yeah, we'd love to We'd love to make those. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening, Spooky Squad. Stay we spooky. You. We'll stay catch safe. you later. Stay safe. Bright night! Bright night! <laughs> <laughs> Ha 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 ha!